Welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And before I get into it this week, I just wanted to remind everybody that if you're enjoying the podcast, and I know that a lot of you are, I've had some great feedback. Thank you all very much. Um, I just wanted to remind you that I do have a Patreon. It's just two euros or three uh, US dollars per month. And for that, then you can watch all of the episodes in video format. And we also do a live session um, and the last Sunday of every month. So it just helps me to, to dedicate time to keep the podcast going. So I'd love if you check that out. The link is in the description box attached. Um, and now let's get into it. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about unresolved issues with your loved ones in spirit. So things that you didn't get resolved or sorted before they left. We hear it so many times and let's face it, there aren't many of us that don't have regrets about something that happened, um, you know, or something that they didn't get done with their loved ones. I hear it time and time again when I'm doing readings. We regret not going to see them that day, the day that maybe they died arguing with them the last time we saw them, not making it to the hospital in time to say goodbye. I could go on all day talking about all the different scenarios that we experience, okay? However, this just shows us that grief is the catalyst through which we deal with all of these regrets, okay? This is why we go through grief and anger and disappointment and all that. They're all stages of grief, okay? So, if you think of it like that, but also you, we have to acknowledge to ourselves that grief is also a catalyst to spiritual growth, okay? And everything that we go through in this life is about our spiritual growth. There's no two ways about it. We're only here to grow spiritually, okay? Now, in a past episode of my podcast, okay, episode 27, I spoke in detail about our continuing relationship with our loved ones after they've passed to the spirit world, okay? So I'll put a link to that podcast in the description box attached below, okay? So you can listen back to that. I won't go over that stuff again um, talking here today. So going back to the unresolved issues, if we think, for example, um, about having had an argument with someone before they died uh, from the physical world, okay? But if they were still here, you know, if they hadn't died, um, and we had an argument with somebody, you know, regret would still set in at some point, but we could pick up the phone, you know, we could text them, we could call them or we could get in the car or whatever and go and see them and, you know, resolve the issue. But because, you know, we're talking about someone that has passed away, okay, we can't do that anymore. It's not as easy necessarily um, to resolve these issues. So we can either go and visit a medium, you know, and have a reading, or we can connect with them ourselves, okay? And I know you're all sitting there thinking, but I can't, but you can, okay? Because your loved ones are always listening, okay? So firstly, I wanna talk um, just very briefly about how these unresolved issues can manifest themselves in our lives and how they can affect us emotionally in the future, okay? 
So if we have an unresolved issue, so if we take, for example, haven't had an argument with someone that we didn't get it sorted out before they died, okay? What, what happens then is that um, we go through the rest of our lives feeling that we didn't do a good enough job with that particular relationship, okay? And therefore the feeling of not being good enough echoes with us throughout the rest of our lives, okay? It's something that we go over again and again and again. And if you don't resolve this issue within yourself, then you move forward in life trying to make up for it. And this constant and continuous effort to make up for something, it leaves us with the feeling inside that we're unworthy. And then we spend the rest of our life trying to prove to ourselves and to others that we are worthy, okay? And this results in us losing our value and our power. And it has a huge emotional effect on us. And let's face it, we all know that when we don't feel good about ourselves, we don't make the best life choices, okay? Because everything comes down to our self-belief and our self-confidence. So because of all of this, because we know what a profound effect this can have on the rest of our lives, we need to work on resolving these issues as soon as we can after somebody's passing. Well, or at least as soon as we realize that there is an issue, okay? Then we should work to resolve it as soon as possible. Now, the first suggestion that I'm going to make, it's not going to work for everybody, okay, but it's meditation. Now, I make no secret of the fact that I find meditation difficult. I do. I either get restless or I fall asleep, but I never finish a meditation session. I just don't, okay? But as I've said to you before, meditation is just a way to close your mind off to the mundane things going on around you in the world, and it helps you to focus on your inner self, okay so you can do that by relaxing in the bath walking the dog or whatever okay some people it could be washing the dishes just whatever helps you to allow your mind to wander you don't have to sit in the lotus position for hours on end and you know if you need help with meditation there's guided meditations on youtube that cover just about everything okay so Basically, what we're doing with meditation, as I say, we're cutting off all the mundane things, all the things we have to think about. You know, have we got clean clothes? Um, ironed for work tomorrow? Have we something out of the freezer for dinner? Um, how are we going to get the kids to their soccer practice? Whatever it might be, okay? So through this meditation, through this cutting off from all the mundane things around us, one of the things that we can do effectively here is to connect with our loved ones in spirit. Okay, and you will have heard me talking in the past about how spirit communicates through with us through thoughts, and whenever you're thinking of them, you're, they are connected with you. So they they connect your thoughts go out into the universe, and they pick up on that signal, and they come down to you at that moment where you're talking about them. Okay, so when you meditate, you can talk to them. Okay. But firstly, and I would suggest, don't sit down and say, right, come on, guys, <laughs> I'm here, I'm ready for you, okay? Because if you want to resolve unresolved issues, okay, if you want to get closure on them, firstly, you need to connect with yourself and identify what exactly the issue is. What do you need closure on them, okay? I mean, you know, are you sorry that you argued with them in the first place or are you sorry that you didn't get to tell them that you were right before they died? So it's really important to identify the exact issue that you're looking to resolve with them, okay? Now, I, I am using an argument with somebody as um, an example for the purposes of this, but it could um, 
it, this could easily resonate with you for any regret, okay, that you have with somebody, you know, um, were you not there? Did you not get to visit them before they died? Did you not make it to the hospital? Did you not, um, you know, were you not there to help look after them before they died? Had you not seen them? You know, a lot of people have, have a lot of regret, maybe because of the COVID pandemic, that they didn't um, get to go into the hospital to sit with somebody as they were dying. Um, or they couldn't travel to see somebody who later passed away. So all of these things, it doesn't have to be an argument, but I just use the argument as an example for the purpose of this video, okay? So in the case of an argument or anything, you need to discuss with them what actually happened, okay? First, discuss it with yourself. What happened? What led to the situation? How did it happen? Why did it happen? Identify the feelings that you still have around the situation, okay? Get everything off your chest and, you know, write it down, okay? Um, because, you know, you're going to forget um, and you want to deal with it. So you may as well deal with everything at the same time, okay? Then you want to go ahead and talk to them about it, okay? Now, I know I make that sound easier than it is. You, it's not going to be a two-way conversation like we have in this lifetime, okay it's going to be you talking okay eventually you'll work up to a point where you're feeling something back from them this will take time and practice okay if you're going to do it yourself but there will come a time when your loved one will let will let you know how they feel about the situation and this is what leads to the healing okay and as with anything in life okay if we're going to hear their side of what happened um, and be logical about it then we need to surrender the emotions that we have around something because if you hold on to the emotions the regret the anger or whatever then you're still in that moment of the argument and you're not ready to move past it okay so you need to deal with that's why I say it's so important to deal first with why this actually happened okay I mean you could use this process um, if you feel maybe that I don't know that maybe your um, parents, one of your parents um, left all the home house or the farm or their car or jewelry, whatever, to a sibling and nothing to you. OK, still, you need to resolve yourself with the issue is the issue that you don't have this money or property or jewelry or whatever it is. Or is the issue that um, because they didn't mention you in their will that you feel that they didn't love you? So identify what the issue is, okay? Then identify um, with yourself, you know, through the meditation. And the, the meditation really is a reflection, okay? But you're using this time to identify what are your emotions around this? Are your emotions anger because they didn't think about you? Are your emotions anger because, you know, you feel poorer or less well off than your sibling now? Um, is your emotion isolation do you feel isolated or pushed out of the family what's your emotions surrounding this because if you don't know exactly what your emotions are how can you relate to your loved one in spirit okay so think about it all first get it all straight in your head or on paper or whatever it is and then start relaying it to them okay um so as i've said i've i've i talk about an argument for the purposes of this video but um, it works for anything. But when we are talking about an argument, because a lot of us would have had a disagreement or a falling out with somebody at some stage, and sometimes we don't get to resolve um, that with 
them before they die. But when we're talking about arguments or disagreements, okay, only 20 to 30% of the anger that you display in that situation, in the moment of an argument, is actually reacting to what's going on, this actual argument. You know, 70 to 80% of the anger that you spew in, the, in, in an argument, this you've been carrying around with you, this is bottled up anger. This is stuff you've been carrying around with you, it's been unresolved within you, and when you had that moment, you know, when there was a crossword or when you felt slighted by somebody, you reacted with 100% of the anger that you've been carrying around towards this person, when really only about 20 to 30% is about what's happened in that moment, okay? So, um, you're carrying around everything and you've allowed it to come out. And, you know, this is why you need to sort it out get it all done and get it resolved in yourself and get yourself to realize that this is the issue and that you know you should have sat down with this person beforehand and spoke about it but now is your opportunity okay this is why it's so important to meditate on your own feelings before you even try to connect with your loved one in spirit or if you you can use the same tactic if you want to resolve an issue with someone here that's living okay but you can't talk to them about their feelings until you own, you know what your own feelings are, okay? Now, be realistic. As I've said, it may take a number of times for you to get the answers you're looking for, and it may not necessarily happen through your meditation session, okay? It could happen, you know, as you're driving to work one morning, okay? It could happen in the shower afterwards. But by engaging in the meditation, you're opening your mind and coming to terms with all the issues you've been keeping suppressed, okay? So someday when you're choosing carrots in the supermarket, the issue will actually hit you, okay? Because you've opened up your mind to say, I'm ready to deal with these issues now, okay? Now, I do know, and there's some of you that'll be watching this and thinking, I can't meditate, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, okay? It's okay, you might not be able to connect with your loved ones through meditation. So writing might be a good communication method for you, okay? Now, it's important to remember that you're likely to do the meditation anyway, just for yourself to get to the root of all of your emotions. But if you don't plan to connect with your loved one while meditating, then just think of the meditation session as a reflection. Don't think of it as meditation, because when we put the label meditation on it, we tend to put ourselves under pressure, okay? But everything that you realize or discover during that process Write it down to help you make sense of it, okay? Then afterwards, okay, when you've gone through the whole process of getting to the root of why it happened, um, why you feel bad, why you blame yourself or whatever, then you can write a letter to your loved one in spirit. Write it all out. It doesn't have to be a well-penned letter. It can be bullet points, whatever. But write it out in a way that you want them to know. And then leave it out for them to read while you're at work or while you're in bed or while you're going shopping or whatever. Just leave it out on the kitchen table, you know, across your bed or whatever. Now, don't forget to leave the pages out individually. You might have written a 10-page letter. Number them and leave them out, okay? Don't leave them in a pile because, you know, especially if the person has recently passed because they might not yet have figured out how to use their energy to move physical items, but they'll still be able to read it. If they can read in life, they can read it in death, Okay. So leave it out for them to read. Forgiveness is a huge unresolved issue for people, okay? 
It really is, whether we're forgiven ourselves or forgiven them. But it's a huge unresolved issue because a lot of people feel that just because someone has passed over that it's too late either for you to forgive them or for them to forgive you. Okay. Um, the old saying goes that forgiveness is a gift to the one who forgives. It's not necessarily a gift to the one who's been forgiven, but it's a gift to the one who's given the forgiveness because it lifts um, a burden off of them. Okay. It's important to point out now at this stage that there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. There's a huge difference. Forgiveness is forgiving somebody for the reasons why they did what they did. But to reconcile would be to forgive them for the act of what they did. And that's much harder. Okay. So let me give you an example. Um, if you had a brother who was a heroin addict, right? And your brother took your dead mother's jewelry and sold it to buy drugs. Okay. But he died of an overdose after taking those drugs. Okay. You might be able to forgive him for being an addict. And thinking solely of himself but you may never be able to forgive him for not only being without your mother's jewelry now but also being without him because um, he put his drugs over his relationship with you okay so you're forgiven him for the addiction but you're still not forgiven him for um, selling your mom's jewelry okay I hope that makes sense it's a bit like, and we see it all the time on television, and I, I really don't understand it because I, I feel if someone had killed a loved one of mine, okay, um, I'm not sure that I could forgive them. I'd like to think that I could, but I can't see how I, I would, but I've never been in that situation. But you do see on telly people who can forgive a murderer for killing one of their family members, okay? And I'm sure that to do that, they have to try to understand the reasons that drove them to such a desperate act. But I, I personally don't believe that they ever really forgive them for taking their loved one away. Okay. So in short, the person is forgivable, but not the act. Okay. We can forgive people for their anger, their hate, their arrogance, you know, whatever. But not what they did because of it. And that's the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Okay. And we have to forgive them for the reasons why. Because... You know, people only hurt other people when they're hurting, okay? Nobody hurts somebody else when they're happy. So we have to forgive them for their hurt and their pain because they didn't have any other way of dealing with it. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't have the resources to deal with it. So we have to, you know, understand that there was a reason why they did what they did. We might not be able to forgive them for exactly what they did, but we can forgive them for it if that makes sense okay so in understanding all of this we can begin to reconcile ourselves with our own pain our own heart our own anger which made us act out so it all starts with forgiving ourselves okay so it's our own pain our own hurt and our own anger that makes us act out against others okay and that ultimately becomes the regret that we're now left with after they have crossed over to spirit okay so let me give you another example i talk a lot about my relationship with kevin he died in um, um after a motorcycle accident when he was just 31 years old okay the last time i saw kevin was about a day and a half before he passed away 
he was leaving a home here in Thurles in Tipperary to go back to Limerick to get his stuff ready to go racing up the country, um, up in uh, Mullingar um, at the weekend, okay? But by the time everything was sorted at home, um, I'm, you may, if you follow me, you'll already know that my own granddad, uh, Kevin's dad, had passed away just 10 weeks before and Kevin had been left the house and he'd been working on it. I'd been out there with him all that week and he'd been working on it, getting ready to move into, okay? And by the time we got everything squared away in Thurless, it was the early hours of the morning and I was waiting to be dropped home. So when he said goodbye to me before he left for Limerick that night, I just huffed at him. You know, like a 14 year old does, I was overtired and I just wanted to go home to bed, but I never saw him again. And I held on to that for years, I did. But eventually I spoke to him about it, okay? Because we now have a relationship, you know, and again, I refer you to episode, episode 27 of my podcast. Okay, I have a relationship now with Kevin where I can ask him questions and he knocks on the wall or on the table or whatever to answer me, okay? And he was able to tell me that he had never given that a second thought because I was only 14, a child, okay? And he knew that I was overtired. And believe me, everybody knows, anybody that knows me knows even now, don't even look at me crooked when I'm overtired, okay? Because you're gonna get the wrath of hell directed at you. I'm just, um, it's like the Snickers ad, you know, you're not you when you're hungry. Well, I'm not me when I'm tired, okay? But he knew me, he knew me from birth and he understood that entirely, okay? But until I spoke to him about it, I thought that he was angry with me in spirit. I thought he was spending all these years being angry with me. So sometimes we can get an unexpected answer from those that we love. And sometimes, you know, like I did, we can realize that we are dealing with a non-issue and we're letting it affect our ongoing relationship with that person in spirit, okay? And it's, it's also worth pointing out at this point, um, again, um, that we not only seek forgiveness from people in spirit, but we also look to forgive them too, okay? It can happen that you assess something that happened and realize that it wasn't your actions that caused the argument or situation, but something that was actually done by the person in spirit, okay? So um, again, maybe I go back to the the example of someone maybe not having left us something in their will or whatever, okay? It's just an example. There's thousands of reasons why you could have unresolved issues with someone in spirit. I'm only picking one or two out to use as examples in this video, okay? So they may also need to be forgiven by us. And it's as important for them to get that acknowledgement and forgiveness as it is for us who are still here. However, before we get on our high horse and throw all the blame at them, and tell them that we are ready to forgive them. Remember that we need to look at all of the circumstances, okay? A lot of the time issues come to a head because we react badly to something, okay? Because don't forget, we're human, we've had hurt and disappointment too. And there's times when we've overreacted to a situation which could have been laughed off if we hadn't been dealing with other issues of our own, okay? Now, I'm not saying that this is always the case. You know, everything is on a case-by-case -case basis. But I'm trying to point out that if you're going to fully deal with every situation, then you need to deal with each individual aspect of that unique situation, okay? Real strength is born of humility. So we need to ask ourselves how we may have hurt that person too. Because after all, it's not all about us, okay? It's not. 
And, you know, I have talked in the past and in a past podcast about your life and soul purpose. Okay. And part of our life and soul purpose is to feed into other people's life and soul purpose. And, you know, something about our interaction with our loved one is feeding into both of our life and soul purposes. Okay. So when you've figured out how to do everything that we've spoken about here, okay, which effectively is being being is being honest with yourself and then effectively communicating that to your loved one so you can both move past it okay and you have to both move past it okay otherwise you can't have an effective relationship with them from the spirit world but when you've reached this point when you get to the point where you've opened up and start to deal with the issues then you open up a whole new relationship with your loved one in the spirit world okay you are leaving the victim behind. You're no longer thinking that they did this to me. Why did this have to happen to me? Why didn't I get the opportunity to whatever it is, okay? So you now come to a place of unity, unity, understanding, whatever, but you learn to see the actions and the consequences of those actions and how your relationship with your loved one got to that point. And it's only at this point that you can move forward okay but in all of this don't forget to forgive yourself okay even if you are giving forgiveness to somebody in spirit or asking them to forgive you you still have to forgive yourself okay if you're going to move from blaming somebody else or being angry with someone else you can't move to blaming yourself because that makes the exercise totally pointless so at the same time you have to forgive yourself that's why the meditation is so important it's important that you first take time to look at yourself and your actions and to be honest with yourself deal with everything at once so that you don't have to revisit it over and over again okay and of course you need to be ready to let go before you undertake this exercise some things that you might need to forgive yourself now are for overreacting to someone okay not being there when someone passed not helping out with someone's care in their final days, you know, etc., 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 etc. I could be here all day listing them, and you know, you can give me other examples in the comments. But like as I say, there's thousands of reasons why, and each situation is different, okay? And each situation can only be dealt with on their own merit. So what I'm giving you here today are some guidelines, some things to think about, so that you're not sitting at home eating yourself up with regret, okay? So in all these issues that we talk about, okay, you need to forgive yourself before you deem yourself worthy of being loved and missed by that person. I'm not saying they don't love you or they don't miss you, but you personally inside, you don't deem yourself worthy. We spoke about that at the very, very beginning, about the emotional consequences of not dealing with these um, issues, okay? And I just wanna point out now that um, I'm not saying that you should look for forgiveness or even feeling like guilty for any of the things that I've mentioned above, okay? They're not getting to see them before they die, not helping out with their care, whatever. Because, you know, you don't have to be there for everyone in your life, okay? That's not necessary. That's not what life is about. As long as you have good intentions towards them, okay? As long as you wanted the best for them, um, as in, you don't have to be there necessarily to look after them yourself, but you wanted them to be looked after. You wanted them to receive the best medical care. You know, as long as you weren't sitting at home wherever you were thinking, well, 
I hope they're wanting something. I hope they have nobody to help them, you know. As long as you have good intentions towards somebody, you know, like we can't be there for everybody 24-7, okay? So knowing that not everyone can be there through everything, you can use your higher self to wish them well, but not be deliberately neglectful, okay? So never wish bad on people. And we all go through that emotion, especially after an argument or something, or when someone loses out of their will. Okay, we think, well, F them anyway, okay? Um, but, you know, do wish them well in the spirit world because they will have to deal with that too because don't, don't forget, we're here and we regret our relationship with them. But they're more than likely in the spirit world too. They're going through their life review and they have to deal with, you know, the consequences of their relationship with you or their actions um, towards you, okay? I can't finish this topic without mentioning that so many of us only realize what a person means to us or what they meant to us or how important they were to us after they've died, okay? And that in itself leaves us with a regret that we didn't appreciate them enough when they were here, okay? Or perhaps they left suddenly and we never got a chance to show them how they were appreciated, okay? Or how much we appreciated them. Okay, this comes back to the old adage that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. But this is what the grieving process is about. Okay, if we didn't love and appreciate them, then we wouldn't grieve so much for them. So our grief shows them, you know, when we grieve for them and give them a good send off, you know, a good funeral. That's our way of showing them how important that they are to us. Okay, not just were to us, they were important to our lives, but they're still important to our lives even after they've gone. Okay, so this is why it's so important for us to allow ourselves to grieve, even if we've been distant from someone, because it's our way of making it up to them. Okay, now don't let this, don't let knowing this stop you from meditating on it. Okay, your reasons for it or whatever, and then relay your findings to them directly. Okay, so whether it's through going to a medium, whether it's through writing them a letter, whether it's through connecting the to them with the meditation or whatever, but tell them what you found out about yourself from going through this, okay? And remember that at any time we're feeling pain um, in life, particularly emotional pain, this is an opportunity for us to grow. We can choose to be a lesser person because of that experience, or we can, be, we can choose to be more because of it. But every experience that you're going through here, everything, you know, is to make you a better person and to learn something about yourself, okay? And you're not just an identity here on your own, okay? You're feeding in to the life plan and the soul purpose of all of your soul group that are around you and that you come back in life to time and time again, okay? So I hope that some of these pointers give you food for thought, okay? If you're holding on to um, unresolved issues with regards to your relationship with someone who's passed away, or maybe you can use these, um, you know, to help resolve relationships with people that are still living, okay? But the important thing in everything is that you bring it back to yourself because you're learning about yourself, okay? So thank you for joining me for this episode, guys. I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the